Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. And today I'm joined by Hayden. How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. I'm excited to talk excited to talk cards, if only because I know we have different opinions and that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no surprises there. Although maybe there is, because I feel like we do kind of dunk on games together as like one <laughs> unit, whereas this time you're sort of the one who's doing more of the dunking um so it's quite unexpected actually i think from us maybe a healthier dynamic though rather than us yeah. both just dunking on games together <laughs> yeah and as as Payne pointed out um this week's uh point of interest is the call of duty modern warfare 2 uh the, i suppose call of duty modern warfare 2 2022's campaign um and what we made of it uh, and all that good stuff um so hayden how much have you played um and what's your sort of gut feeling uh, about it all even though we kind of know that from the intro but it's fine yeah uh i've i've completed it i completed it i think i started it friday and finished it saturday um two kind of chunky sessions of a few hours each um and my overall like you know, snapshot of my thoughts, uh, diluted down to just a couple words, is I kind of hate it. But <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Like, I really didn't enjoy it. A lot of it. I think there are a few, um, few missions that I loved, and the rest of the game, I, I, I think, is either just completely unmemorable, like I'll never think about it again, or just quite bad. <laughs> but I'll talk more about that in a bit. But what about you? Have you also finished it? What do you think? So <laughs> I'm not throwing around words like hate. Uh, I I quite enjoyed my time with the campaign. Um, it almost polar opposite to you. I I thought uh, again we'll talk about this, but I thought the variety was quite good. I thought it had some really uh, like great moments in it, and obviously not everything worked. There are some bits which I don't like. Um, but all in all, um, I would say it's like one of the, the sort of my favourite campaigns in, in a long time uh, in Call of Duty. Um, Isn't that just the best split? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I really don't say hate to be. I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. I think this is one of my least favourites. So I think it's just so funny that we've come across, like, come away with such different takes. It's great. <laughs> I, I am intrigued to to know sort of like. I suppose, why is it that you feel so strongly about this uh, not being in your sort of top Call of Duty campaigns? Like what, if you can identify like one or two or, or many things about it, like what, what are those things that make this not great for you? Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think as you go through the campaign, my main takeaway is just there's a lot of, um, tension between what the game does well and what feels like it's been forced in and i feel like a lot of the things that don't feel particularly interesting to me seem to make up the majority of the game um i found that i rarely really got to like jump into a meaty fps mission that felt like it was well constructed and designed like anything that was kind of just focusing on like shooting the bad guys which is like i feel like is the crux of what i want an fps to be like, there's so much more to it than that but surely that's where it begins and i don't feel like there was a lot of that in modern warfare 2 which is really strange and the ones where 
it was happening. Like very early in the game, there's a mission where you uh, cross the border into America, right? Um, and that one has quite a lot of shooting. Like I'm trying not to spoil anything surrounding <laughs> the plot there because no people won't have like played it loads yet, probably. But um, yeah, that one has some shooty bits. But it just kind of felt like wave shooting with nothing interesting happening mechanically. The same with, I think it's the first mission. There's a crushed helicopter that you just defend from baddies. It's just waves over and over again. I don't feel like it's interesting level design in the slightest. Um, and I think that's kind of as nuanced as, as an FPS game as it gets. Like, a lot of the rest of it is either just riffing on what, what they've done before, like, Early on, there were a lot of missions like Clean House from Modern Warfare 2019, where you slowly creep through dark houses and poke open doors and then get shot in the face very fast and replay the section again. Lots of that, um, which I don't think was necessary. I think they could have done something more interesting and new rather than just riffing on that same point over and over. Um, And I think that makes the first... I don't know. I think the first half of the game is just very slow and badly paced. Like... There are a lot of missions like that in the first half. And when you combine, you know, there's like the one right at the start where you're doing that, the one where you cross the border, you do a bit of that. Um, and then, you know, you have stuff like the Amsterdam mission, which I think is particularly interesting because oh, yeah. you just kind of stand around. Um, like, I just, up until maybe the, like the AC-130, like air support missions, which is about halfway through the game, I don't think anything particularly interesting happens. Uh, or mechanically anyway um and then as things maybe get a bit more varied and you do get some proper fps missions like later on i just i just don't think they do it very well uh and i think the the ways they try to add some like variation to it with new mechanics or gimmicks kind of thrown in uh, a lot, especially in that latter half. Like, I just don't think they land well at all. I think it just distracts me from what I want to be doing. And Modern Warfare 2 feels like it doesn't want me to be doing that, which is just playing through good FPS missions. Which, like, it, it I guess for me, uh, like, uh, the obvious point of reference is like the original Modern Warfare 2. And that had so many, like, classic missions that I, I don't think Modern War, I don't think this one has a single mission that stands out to me. Actually, no, it has one. <laughs> it has one mission that stands out to me uh, in the same vein that is like, I'll look back in future CODs and go, that was a good mission. What was it, it from know? the previous COD, uh, like Modern Warfare 2, the original one, or, or you know, the one before that, um, that made that stand out for you? Was it kind of the more action-oriented, just sort of not wave-based action uh, shooting uh, was it kind of the way it uh, there's like that snowmobile mission if I remember and and you were sort of racing down a mountain and, and all of that sort of stuff did you kind of prefer the the action movie side of things I think I do yeah and I think I just like to be I don't know it's, it's really I, I can't quite find the words like when I look back to Modern Warfare 2 uh, and I think of like the the very first mission, like after the training one, where you're like going through the schools and stuff, where you're in like the Humvee or whatever, and it gets like shot, and then you're like going through the schools um, with your squad. There's the snowy base mission where you like infiltrate the base, and you can either go loud or go stealth, and like 
go through it that way. And then, yeah, it ends in that like big kind of action movie set piece. Um, the the one where the White House is under attack, I oh, think yeah. there's like a, a war starting in the States and like there's a, a, a massive kind of battleground like right by the White House. That, I can't remember what the name of the mission is, but it's so cool. <laughs> um, and I, I just... With this one, I found that those movie action, like set piece bits, were kind of all the missions were, I suppose. It was either slowly creeping through a building or like some kind of like set piece. And I didn't really feel like I got many like proper meaty FPS missions that felt like they, I don't know, challenged me in any way or offered anything new. Like, I don't know. Where, where, what made it kind of because for me like you know a lot of things are spoken about like really make it one of the worst ones i've played and there are some bad cog campaigns but i think this is down there for me like what is it that makes it really stand out to you um i think i personally um i liked the variety um in the missions i quite like the fact i think you don't like the kind of um I'm trying, oh god I'm trying to find the words now um <laughs> the way it kind of uh sort of com- compartmentalizes I don't know if that's the right word but um each mission is like quite a small pocket of like one gimmick or like one set piece I suppose um and I quite liked how you kind of move between them quite quickly um so there's like one mission where you're jumping between trucks and like hijacking them and leaning out of them um and i thought that was super cool uh, i thought that was a really uh it, that's probably the most action movie part of the, of the whole game to be honest i thought that was sure, yeah, um, that's that's the one mission that i thought stands out that's the one where i like in the future i'll go that was a cool mission <laughs> yeah it was just like, absolutely like fantastic like exactly what you want from call of duty um but i also like quite appreciated um there's some like light crafting elements um there's quite a few stealth missions again they're not that deep um they're very light uh they're very sort of on the rails um and sometimes like those gimmicks will just disappear forever like you won't ever see them again aside from in that one mission um but i kind of like the fact it was trying just different things um each time that each each mission i i wasn't really sure sort of what to expect from it um and whether that's because the last card I played, which is Vanguard, I, I really didn't enjoy that campaign. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember why. And I think it was because <laughs> it, it it was too reliant on just world war stuff. Lots of like battles and lots of action sequences and the occasional quiet moment. And I think your characters had like special abilities or something. Um I just didn't think it tried a huge amount. It was just a lot of like shooting dudes. Um, and I like the fact that this, this had some shooting dudes, but like it also, you know, not too much of that all the time. Um, as in sort of become desensitized to it, I suppose. Um, not to say that like all of it was absolutely perfect. Just some of it sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it sucked. Some of like the gimmicks and, and some of the, there's like a boss battle. Um, in one of in one of the missions um which is just like it's awful um <laughs> it's it's like a like the, it's a reminded me of a resident evil 
Um, boss fight, actually. Uh, yeah, did it, you play Resident Evil 8? Um, I did, yes. Did you, did you like, beat it? Yeah. Um, Do you remember the yes, map one at the end? It reminded me of uh, fighting the fish uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was, it was the, like if when you fight the fish man in in Resident Evil, um, you it, you kind of just like run around this little I don't know what you call it like a little villagey bit, um, and you kind of have to pick up ammo and gear um, and kind of take pot shots at him if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. You're kind of like dodging out of his way and sort of scavenging stuff to take him on, sort of at the same time, um, and this from call of duty whether it was on purpose or not it just felt very similar um and it, it didn't work for me at all like it was similar and just worse um so yeah not again not not everything works um but i i don't know i just like the fact that it, it tried something new here um i think that's like my main takeaway about this campaign like there's a lot more memorable moments to me maybe because they're sort of small spectacular moments um that made it good um yeah that's that's my sort of takeaway on it although i i do get you uh on uh, on some of the, like the 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 action sequency side of things like i did and now coming to think of it i do crave um more missions that were like the truck one where you're sort of jumping between cars like sort of real action movie stuff um and lots of cool ways to just shoot dudes um it could have used some more missions like lengthy ones um where it just kept going and going kind of escalating and becoming more and more ridiculous uh yeah i mean i think that's like one of the big issues for me that like so many of the missions did feel quite short especially in that first half like you're kind of clear one building and then defend the helicopter from a few ways of guys and it's just over and when the first like 10 missions kind of feel very cut short like that i don't think it really i don't know it didn't feel like the campaign actually got going until about halfway through and then when it did it wanted to focus on these different gimmicks and stuff when i really just wanted to get into the meat of actually shooting things <laughs> um and I, I mean like you know i i don't like the campaign but there are definitely a few missions where it does let you just kind of start shooting um your way through like levels and stuff i do think are quite well done like mm. there's a a prison level quite late on um which i think is is great oh yeah um and i think more like that and i it's so hard to talk about it when obviously i don't want to like spoil anything but um on that one you know there are enemies at kind of multiple levels you got to take care of um just massive crowds that you need to get through uh which kind of forced you to change your tactics a bit especially because i was playing on veteran like if i was in the open i was really screwed so and even you found on normal right ed that like you died quite quickly yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I i have thoughts on that as well yeah. um i i thought that the kill the time to kill was a bit too short um or at least, like I knew, like when I made a mistake, and I, I get why I died there. I was like, okay, cool, they've got me, and I quite like the fact that the time to kill was high in that regard. Like it kind of forced me to, even on normal, to to make sure I was behind cover and not being an idiot, and just sort of 
Call of Duty before would have just let, you know, you'll just let loose as like this one man army. Um, and in this one, I think it was quite cool how you, you feel much more just like a, a, well, to some extent you are a one man army, but you feel more like a regular soldier. You can't just get away with running at a wall of soldiers and kind of just blasting them all to shreds. Um, but there were times where I felt a bit hard done by where um, my AI companion is just stood there and I'm kind of taking on some enemies in front of them. And then some enemy has just flanked behind my AI companion has done absolutely nothing about it. And it just takes like two bullets <laughs> for me just to die. I'm, I'm just dead. Uh, the moment I turn around just to deal with this threat, I'm dead. I think there was a moment later on, which wasn't, I, I don't think it was meant to happen uh, where a character fires an RPG upwards at me. Um, and I, I just died. Um, <laughs> and it, it just felt like really sudden. Like I'd literally just looked over this ledge. It, the enemy had just fired an RPG at me within like a, a split second and I was just dead. And I had to reload the checkpoint. And I think later, like I found out later that that RPG wasn't actually meant to hit like hit me and kill me it was meant to just start another cutscene. uh <laughs> so felt a bit weird um yeah there were just lots of moments where i kind of felt a little bit um like i'd been i should have been let off the handle a little bit you know like let off the hook sorry um but that's a very small complaint to be honest uh it didn't yeah, it wasn't uh, a huge thing for me it's really interesting that's coming come up in the campaign because you know, time to kill isn't ever something I think about when I think about the COD campaigns. Usually, that's always a multiplayer discussion that doesn't really enter my mind as I make my way through, like just you know, a, f- a few nice levels before to warm me up. Like I never think about the time to kill usually, and if I do, it's a difficulty thing. Mm. But knowing you played through it on normal and you had like similar stuff happening, that's really interesting because, like on veteran, obviously, I expect to get killed in one or two hits. But uh, I wouldn't expect it on normal. But it does seem like the theme with Modern Warfare 2 is uh, you die very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I do think, like, you know, when I think of that prison level in particular, like, I guess guess I'm trying to nail what it is I want in an FPS level in general. Uh, And in that one, I think, you know, there are enemies, like, it... At, like multiple levels at once, like uh, like multiple heights, which really forces you to like think about where you are and your positioning. And obviously, because you die so fast, like you need to kind of think about cover in this game, maybe a lot more than you may have before. Um, I think there is more variance enemies than I'm used to in a COD campaign. Like I'm used to your normal guys, and I'm used to riot shield guys. Uh, but Modern Warfare Two has a lot of like armored soldiers as well, which I think is really interesting. Um, I find I, I use explosives a lot more in this uh, armored like they would be in Warzone, for example um uh, i found enemies used equipment more than i expected like there are multiple times where i got uh like two or three grenades thrown at me yeah <laughs> at the same time which might just be a random like you know look of the draw that it kind of happened and it was quite cool that i was being bombarded with grenades um, and it might not be intended to happen but i think that's cool because it forces you to move you can't just toss one grenade back there are three. You gotta move. Like that's great. Uh, I think that's really interesting. Um, so there's just a few things like that where it kind of forces me to consider my tactics and change focus, kind of within one set piece where I'm fighting like one set of guys, and as I move for a level to constantly kind of greet me with new things. You know what I mean? 
like yeah. RPG enemies or people that are using grenades more than I expect or armored soldiers, riot shield guys, a combination of, of it all. Like, I just think that's really interesting. And what frustrates me and really makes me feel quite sour about Modern Warfare 2 is that there are pockets of that which are genuinely just really fun. But they are just lost in this kind of messy soup of random gimmicks that I don't want I don't want at all. Like I don't particularly enjoy the AC one thirty stuff. I think that is that's in so many Call of Duty campaigns, and I think it's boring. And it feels like it's there because it has to, like it's mandated. I don't know. I hate it, um, <laughs> but it's always there. I think that's so dull. Um, just shooting white blips. It's, it's cool because you get to see lots of carnage, I suppose. But I'd rather be on the ground, like in those battles. You know what I mean? Even, yeah. even if it was an AC one thirty over the like in that battle still, I'd rather be on the ground in the thick of it than safe in my ship. You know what I mean? Like that it's way more interesting to be in the thick of it. Um, crafting, like you said, an entire mission dedicated to just pretty much only crafting. And then, Oh, that mission really frustrated me again. Like, I don't want to kind of go into spoilers and I will try and like skirt around it. But basically there's an entire mission where you don't really have any weapons, right? And it's just a lot of crafting. And right at the end of it, you get into the passenger seat of a car. And I was like, this is, I'm ready for it to go down. Like, if I'm getting in the passenger seat, passenger seats, surely I'm going to be doing something cool, like shooting out the window while we drive off. And then it just ends. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so frustrated because I had just done the mission where you're like leaning out of windows and jumping over cars and stuff. So when I got into that passenger seat, I was like, oh, this is it. It's about to go down again. And then it just ended. And I was so frustrated. Um, and it just feels like there's constantly moments like that where, you know, you'll mess around with their gimmicks for 20 minutes because they clearly want you to. And then it just shifts onto the next mission. And you're like, oh, that's all that was. It wasn't like an interesting mechanic within an FPS. They completely skirted past it being an FPS to focus on that mechanic, that gimmick. And it frustrates me to no end that that happens multiple times throughout this. I think it's quite interesting as well. He points out um, the AC-130 mission. Um, I do agree that it it does retread a lot of old ground. Um, it, there's another mission. Again, I'll try not to spoil too much. Um, but, well, I, I think it's already been spoiled by marketing material anyway. Um, but there's a, as a sort of a, a follow up, I suppose, the all geared up mission, um, where again you're with uh, Price and you're gillied up, and you've got to um, raid a certain place, I suppose. You got to do some sniping and some sneaking around, um, and yes, it does introduce uh, a, a new gimmick, <laughs> I suppose. I won't go into much more detail, but that kind of it's cool the first couple of times uh but it, it, it's a bit overused um and i suppose it introduces two new gimmicks and, and one of them um kind of lets you breach and clear a building um into in sort of you know one traditional way of like you can just open up the doors and, and shoot some dudes or you can kind of find another way to clear that building out um using stuff in your backpack uh and it's it doesn't just it doesn't quite work it feels too drawn out it feels a little bit empty um 
and like I sort of appreciated like they were trying something new, like a, li- a little bit more sandboxy with it. Um, it. Again, it just it sort of made the mission fall a little bit flat for me. And again, I with the AC one thirty with the gillied up stuff, it'd be cool if we just we didn't do that anymore. We kind of it, I think it was time to sort of move on <laughs> uh, yeah. from that. Um, and I think there's one example, again, I, I try not to go into too much detail, but I think there was an element of that with um, where you, I suppose it goes into more of a strategy uh, side of things, a very, <laughs> very light strategy uh, where you can kind of guide um, uh, an ally character um, uh, to, to cover points. Um, again, it's more of a stealth thing and you can kind of command them to like knife kill an enemy or or shoot them depending on how armored they are or where they're positioned and stuff. And you kind of hop between CCTV cameras to kind of view the landscape and figure out where you want them to go. And it's sort of like a puzzle, I suppose. Um, I thought that was, that was kind of interesting, even if it again, maybe dragged on a little bit too long. Um, there what that that sort of moment did reiterate that yes cod can <laughs> do something <laughs> new sometimes um i i just sort of wish it it committed um to one thing a little bit more um as opposed to just bounce between a, a load of gimmicks um i think like you were saying maybe make those gimmicks a bit more uh sort of steer them away from stealth as much i don't mind the occasional stealth mission but i, I there are a lot of stealth uh, sections in this game um which I, I suppose i don't mind but it'd be cool to uh, maybe uplift what cod is really good at and cod is okay at stealth but it's really really good at that truck mission and the action sequency bit you know the prison one you mentioned um it's really good at the shooting part. And I, I just, it would be cool if it really doubled down on some gimmicks to, to make the shooting like even better. Um, For sure. Yeah. And it, that, I mean, I mean, that basically touches on all the things that, you know, frustrate me and that I've already kind of moaned about a lot, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, and I don't mean that to shut you down, but just like, I think it's interesting that you came away with, with quite positive thoughts, but you totally see like, you know the the issue I, I i raise in that like this game definitely does try a lot of things that are new um i just don't think it does any of them well and i <laughs> it just really frustrates me and like i know again i know i said i hate it at the start and i don't i don't want to mince my words at all like i kind of hate it <laughs> um it just you know when i think of that strategy portion or the ac-130 portion um or you know the more sandboxy stuff, or the crafting. I, I don't think it, I don't think it nails any of those kind of kind of missions. Or I don't think any of them are interesting. I don't think any of them feel particularly exciting. Uh, they just feel like filler that's there to distract me from what I want to do. Um, and I, I just want to go back to that all gillied up mission for a second. Um, a very long mission, perhaps perhaps the longest mission uh, in 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 the game, right? Yeah, it's probably like forty five minutes. Um, and I can't comprehend why that mission was split into like two sections that don't work together. 
it doesn't make any sense to me that you go through 20 minutes learning how to use a sniper rifle and being constantly told how to aim with a sniper rifle <laughs> um, and like you know exactly like where to aim your shots for each enemy that you need to kill it's really quite tedious uh, by far like when, when I look back to all gillied up and then I play this like just a more than disappointing it really is just the worst kind of follow-up and it wants you to to go oh this is like all gillied up and then doesn't try to do anything interesting or good with it it just wants you to go this is like all giddy up that was way better <laughs> uh, and that's it that's kind of where it leaves it because then you're forced into this like uh more close quarters like sandboxy stuff with the same oh with the same weapons and it's, you know you don't know what's coming next you're like do i ditch the sniper do i like want to change do i want to pick up a gun off the ground and you don't know because it's just it's the same mission you don't know what's going to be coming next so you're just kind of stuck in this like you've got a sniper and i think the game explicitly tells you to use it because some of their enemies are armor and it's like aiming down at their head with the sniper will will break the armor for you and it's like why would you want to snipe in close quarters inside a building it doesn't make any sense to me i think i don't know if it was you or liam i sent an image to of me it might have been liam of me and I glitched inside an air vent in that mission in one of the buildings because it was the only way I could get off the ground <laughs> and snipe the enemies like while being inside like because I just couldn't <laughs> do it from the ground so I jumped on top of boxes until I got high enough in the room that I could still see all around me um without having to like look through the windows from above um like I I, I jumped towards an air vent and glitched inside it and I could shoot out of it and it's like the asset kind of broke Uh, and that was the only way i could get that mission to be even bearable like in that part because i i oh just so frustrating it really is and another thing that i want to bring up another one of their gimmicks which uh i think it first shows up in that mission um and i don't know if this has been in past cog campaigns i don't think it has but correct me because i didn't play vanguards but dialogue trees. <laughs> yeah. Was that in Vanguard? Um, t- to be honest, I I literally can't remember Vanguard. I sort of that's I think fair. I just erased it from my brain. Um, yeah, that's completely understandable. Well, I I don't think I've ever played a COD campaign with dialogue trees, and it was god awful. And maybe that's just because the writing in this game is not very good, uh, and the characters are like just the most annoying they've ever been. <laughs> um, but I like really quite grating, but like I don't understand. I just I don't I don't I don't get what did you think of the dialogue trees Ed? Because I really can't. Like I just think yeah. it was so silly to like that you're given these dialogue trees and that the characters are talking to each other and they're just like bantering in the middle of like committing war crimes and oh just Yeah, like, I think like the the dialogue trees are like kind of thinking about it a bit of a like a distillation of like how we feel about the gimmicks. Um, as much as I as much as I still kind of like the campaign, I think the dialogue trees are, are very superficial. Um, mm-hmm. They don't really. They don't mean anything. They are just um, you know, like in The Witcher. Say you know, dialogue options are. I know this isn't The Witcher, but let's just. For, you know, for example's sake, um, we just look at The Witcher, you look at other games like Fallout, dialogue options are so kind of crucial, aren't they? 
you sort of pick something you're like god what's going to happen next like consequences all of that sort of stuff whereas in this they're just you just get to choose um a little bit of banter no matter what every option is like it doesn't matter uh, a huge amount um uh, i don't know uh, you do, there's no real consequences to your actions to what you say um so you don't care you don't care what you select um and sure sometimes responses are quite amusing i think there's some conversations between uh a sort of soap and ghosts later on which are kind of funny uh you know they're a bit amusing in sort of what is quite a, a dark and desperate mission um but i never really with these dialogue dialogue options you never really get a sense of like the true character behind uh these military people um i think they they're trying to i think they're trying to like humanize people like ghost uh ghost is the guy who wears a skull mask and is sort of deliberately a bit elusive and mysterious or whatever um and i think you can have conversations with him where you can kind of choose what you say um and sure like you have a you share a little joke um but you never really truly get to know these characters anyway through these dialogue options and by the end of the campaign um like i didn't really care <laughs> for any of them and to be honest i don't think like even you know we go back to the old modern warfares any call of duty campaign really um i don't think these dialogue options made me care any more or less for any of the characters i don't care about i didn't care about them then i don't care about them now um so clearly something's not worked there um and I sort of I said this in my review, but I wonder if that's to do as well with the COD campaigns are essentially military missions. And I found at the end of this um, that I felt quite dissatisfied with the conclusion. Um, I know there's you know there's there's more to come from it. We know there's going to be another DLC or something uh, coming along, uh, which might further the story. I don't know. Who knows? I think there will be. Um, and I, I just felt like, okay, that's that story is done now. That mission's complete, and we part ways. And I suppose that's the nature of a military mission, isn't it? Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, how can you care about characters when all the chat and all the dialogue options and everything you're doing is just like confined to action sequences and the military and like, you know, that sort of thing um as much as i yeah, enjoy no, that some is of the a really interesting point uh, mm. i just you know i i don't at the end of the day i don't care for the characters and i don't think the dialogue options do anything to change that for me um yeah i, I totally feel the same way like it's i i wrote this down in my notes while playing <laughs> let me let me get them up now because i i thought it was quite funny um i said the focus on some big world-ending plot rather than characters makes it feel very narrow like uh you know, the the game very much is about missiles that are in the wrong hands and everybody committing lots of bad, like lots of crimes and making bad decisions on, on like, you know, en route to getting those missiles back, right? Um, yes. <laughs> to, to, to like be, to, you know, to dance around like any major plot points. Like there are missiles and it's, you know, they don't want people to have them. Um, 
so yeah, like that's obviously the focus of the campaign, uh, and you don't really focus on the characters or their like their life or feelings. Like they are clearly aren't at the forefront. I guess is what I'm trying to say, and as they shouldn't be. Like it, I think it'd be weird if. If in this, I suppose it'd be weird if they were anyway. Um, there's definitely an FPS game where you can do that right. I don't think there's a way you could have pivoted Modern Warfare 2 to that, because I think it would have needed to be completely like redesigned with that mm. as a focus. Because um, this isn't about like the life of a soldier. It's about, uh, you know, it's about the, the overall kind of war that's happening, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then my next bullet point was the characters suck. I hate all of them. They're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I think, I think is maybe the best explanation I can give as to why I would just rather not have dialogue options. It's like when you are, it's like when you're voting in the UK, right? And you get like, it's a bipartisan system. We have two clear options that will win, really. It's Labour or the Conservatives. Neither's great. Um, there isn't, you're just choosing between, you know, the lesser of, of two evils, uh, and you'd rather just not hear about any of it. And that's how I feel about Modern Warfare 2's dialogue options. Like when I'm choosing between one cringy joke and another cringy joke in the middle of aiming guns at civilians and committing crimes and stuff. Like, I'd rather them just not have banter at all. <laughs> I'd rather just not have to hear them um, bark these edgy jokes that aren't funny. And, oh, you know, whether it's awkward yeah. or anything like that, like, as I'm getting key, they just can't be silent. They just can't stop. Like, I'm the All Gilly Dot mission, which isn't called All Gilly Dot, but that's what we'll keep calling it, I suppose, because I can't think of the actual name. But that mission, like, you aim down your sniper and Price, I think it is, who is like kind of leading you through it, is like telling you the exact amount of like notches in the scope that you need to aim at. You know what I mean? You need to like aim at the mm. person to like calculate for the bullet drop. Like he tells you that every time because he just can't shut his mouth. And then you take the shot and he's like, oh, that's good shit. Oh, good <laughs> effing shot. And I'm like, why? Why are we do? Why are we even talking? Surely it's better to be quiet when there are enemies everywhere. <laughs> like, just don't. Just don't talk. It annoys me so much. Um, and I know this is just me moaning. And I don't know if I could do a better job, but it really just made my entire body cringe. And I was kind of just, I just wouldn't ever want to be with these characters again which i think it comes to your point of like would we this feels like it's very much done bar from a teaser right at the end um because they really want that to be a modern warfare 3 and there obviously will be a modern warfare 3 i assume right yeah um do you want that um no <laughs> <laughs> uh no i don't um I, I'm sure when you know when it swings around, um, I will play it and I will probably enjoy it quite a lot. Um, but truthfully, I would rather they they move on. We just just move on from these characters. I would like Call of Duty to have a fresh start. Um, you know, a la kind of the Infinite Warfare thing. You know, maybe go for something more futuristic. Go really old school. Um, just just bring us some new characters um make it more action sequency or like don't like take a risk and and make it like really stealthy but don't make it like 
light gimmicky stealthy like really sort of dig down into a single gimmick um and just take some risks maybe and um but the, the trouble is I, I i don't think call of duty will ever take risks the risks that we would like them to take because it's it's such a massive money maker isn't it and it, it needs to be that kind of blockbuster fps that kind of covers all bases for you know for for everyone for that year um and it's it's not going to reinvent itself as like a competitor to to rainbow six or, or yeah. battlefield or anything is it it's it's going to have to keep rehashing uh, and retreading old grounds um and introducing kind of light stealth gimmicks and all these things because it needs to be that kind of catch-all um shooter that people expect now and i think people will kick off if it you know, if it does start to take risks. Um, but that's what I want from it. I, w- I would love for it to just really kind of mix things up and, and steer away from this kind of the serious, this really deadly serious tone they've kind of got going on uh, with the Modern Warfare series now. We are kind of, there's lots of like civilian, civilian casualties and, and kind of lots of breaching into people's homes. Um, it sort of all feels very close to home, which I know like war is, but like it again there's that tension and there's that kind of ickiness when it kind of comes to that um when playing these call of duties now and um i think it could kind of move away from that by going into the future and making it sort of totally um sort of fictional and sort of embrace that kind of action movie silliness um i think mm-hmm. um what do you think about more warfare uh three um do you kind of want to see call of duty move on are you uh, like what are your thoughts on it all? Yeah, I, I uh, there's no part of me that wants a Modern Warfare 3. There's no part of me that wants to see <laughs> yeah. Price and Ghost and Soap again, because I really do think they're just arseholes. Like, I just wouldn't want to... Wouldn't want to spend another eight hours with them, to be honest. Um, I think uh, what you just said then about, like, the, the, the Modern Warfare reboot series has been tonally, like, quite bleak. Um, you know, there there are a lot of quite a lot of things that feel very real, I suppose. Uh, yes. Lots of things that, like, it, it really does, you know, it, it, when war is, like, so I don't know, thrown in our faces every day, you know what I mean? And it really mm. is just happening all around the world. To, like, to focus your game on it, I think that there's, there's definitely, like, that's fine. I think it, you, you really have to be a bit more nuanced about it, though. I don't think that this has such a nonchalant attitude towards it, and I think it's really quite grim. Yeah, like you know that that mission that's a lot of crafting, um, and you don't really it really is just a lot of stealth and crafting, really, for the majority of it. And again, like trying to skirt around any spoilers for people that do still want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the, the, that, there's that crafting mixed with dialogue trees, right? For quite a bit of the mission, um, and you are seeing some bad guys go through homes and gun down innocent civilians throughout the entire thing. It's it's really quite horrifying because um, it isn't. They aren't like targeting specific. I think they do go for cops a few times, maybe, but they really are just like there are just innocent people like dead in pools mm-hmm. of blood everywhere. Uh, just being shot in their houses. It's awful. And Ghosts and Soap are just like making shit jokes. 
Yeah. And like they think it's funny. And I'm like, I can't think the writers thought that was A, like even mildly appropriate, and B, that your audience would laugh at it. Like the only audience that's gonna laugh at that is like I said this multiple times. This game feels like it was written for like my edgy 13-year-old cousin because he isn't going to pay attention to any of the grander picture. He's just going to go, ha ha, that person swore and said a funny joke. And that's really quite that. I know these games, like they say they're 18, but it feels like they're aiming for a target audience that, I don't know, it just feels, it feels really wrong. I, I, I hate it. I really hate it. Like I really do. Um, I think there's a way you can tackle these stories with way more nuance and really like engage people on what's happening. And I don't think having your game be led by a few gung-ho assholes that don't care about what's happening and they only care about the mission and don't really consider the people to the point where they aim guns at multiple civilians themselves. Like it, it's just awful <laughs> to be, to be frank. Like I would never want to play with as any of them again, to be quite honest. So I don't want a Modern Warfare 3 and if the end of Modern Warfare 2 is anything to go by, it's not going to be great. Because <laughs> I think they maybe just like push it. They cross the line even further in that final cutscene. It's like, I don't know if you want to do that again. I just don't know if I want any of it again, to be honest. Like you say, the future is safe. I think uh, you can tell some cool stories there. And if you want to have your characters bark shitty jokes then you can it, you know what i mean when it isn't directly connected to real world events um yeah and also i just kind of want to deal with like again the characters really do suck but the amount of times one of the characters demands that somebody speaks in english i don't i don't i can't comprehend it like again that's they're not nice people why would we want to keep playing as these people like i just can't comprehend it it really just frustrated me to no end it really did. Um, I think there's, there's, I, uh, yeah, I, I can't. It just really annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, sort of moving on. Then, what do we think? And I know both of us have thought about this, so we've actually come up blank. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, what do we think actually makes like a good Call of Duty campaign? Like, what would, what do we want to see from from future ones? Um, that that is good that is a good cod like i suppose mm. you've touched on it a bit lightly here uh, in this episode but like it is quite a tricky thing um knowing like what's really good about call of duty campaigns and what we want to see more of um uh, i think i would like to go for like i think we both want more action movie stuff like again sure. we, we touched on like the mission with the trucks um it just found like cool inventive ways for you to like shoot some dudes um there's a bit where you're kind of like floating down a river um i think that's prior to that mission actually but you're kind of floating downstream and obviously all your aim is all shaky um and you're sort of trying to to shoot some guys who are shooting down at you in the water and you can, you can pop out of, uh, you can pop out of that stream of water and, and try and fire at them and you can dip under and bullets are kind of whizzing um, sort of past you underwater as you kind of swim. Um, I don't know. I just thought like those moments as ridiculous as they are, 
um, they kind of just have that kind of spectacle um, and that kind of like just utter chaos that I think Call of Duty is is really good at. Um, and it's not taking itself like too seriously there either. Um, I'm sure maybe it thinks it is, but it's not <laughs> uh, in that in that part. Like it was so kind of ridiculous, like the fact that you're then like hopping between cars and and, and dodging mines and all and hijacking vehicles, and it was just what totally bonkers. Was it was really great. <laughs> it was like something out of Fast and Furious mixed with a bit of Frogger, and I think it's excellent. I just yeah, loved it, was it so just, much. It was so it was like so good, and I think it's just the whole like. It was just a totally different mission to anything we'd ever, ever done. And it kind of mixed in, I think, what makes a good Call of Duty campaign, which you you were like, you were taking advantage of like, uh, like the amazing like gunplay that Call of Duty has um, and, and using it in inventive ways, I think, um, because the gunplay in this campaign, which I haven't really touched on much, is fantastic. Um, I really... I, I, I quite like the fact that there's more recoil in these guns now. They're not just all a bit laser beamy. Um, they they all kind of have a bit bit of personality and sort of good weight to them. Um, and you can't just spray. You can't just hold down left click and just sort of spray an entire magazine in a straight line anymore. Um, you kind of got to really make sure. I mean, there is an extent of they are you know, very accurate, but. You have to think a little bit more about it. And I, I don't know. They just feel great. I think Call of Duty has always nailed that. So keep that for good, good Call of Duty campaigns. Um, but have any other thoughts sort of sprung to mind as to what you'd, what you think makes a good one, or like what you'd like to see return in a Call of Duty campaign? Maybe. I think I largely agree with that. Um, the, like you say, like I've, for all the negativity I've, I've had throughout this, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I really tried to come with an open mind. Um, and I really expected to enjoy this. So I definitely haven't come into this thinking like Call of Duty sucks and I want to rip on it. Like I really did want to enjoy it. Um, and for all the negativity I've had, like the shooting is excellent. Uh, and I can't wait for multiplayer. And I really can't wait for Warzone 2 because I think it's going to feel amazing there. But uh yeah i just want more of that really i just want more chances to shoot things um just constantly being pulled away to do other stuff like really did frustrate me and i think that's fine like if it's the minority of missions but making it like making it to happen so often was quite tiring so i think i just like like decent kind of lengthy sections of shooting <laughs> like a good few missions in a row where it like it just gets really creative with the i don't know with like enemy variety and just making you think in those fps sections because like you say like it does it it does feel a bit more tactical like really let me kind of delve into that um like you know, when you look at the sandbox stuff from the all up mission, like there are some great things you could do with that, but it just doesn't do it very well in that scenario. But making missions more sandboxy, absolutely go for it. Like that would be awesome if you could kind of approach a mission from, uh, you know, multiple angles. Like that's great. Um, I, I guess just because. Like you, I, I know you said like Call of Duty shouldn't really be aiming for that like Rainbow Six style um, 
like gameplay. But when they're leaning into the tactical side of it so much, like maybe they should be. Like maybe they should do that, uh, and then just pepper it with massive kind of explosive action set pieces at crucial moments and make them feel really special. But like, if you're going to be breaching a house in a clean house style mission, like give me more control over that. I think is is what I want, rather than the AI going up to doors. And like, yeah. kind of presenting me with like, you they're, they're going to breach this door and they're going to breach this door. Uh, they're kind of the same, but you do you. Like, let me sit back and maybe plan a bit of it, or just give me some control over that. Um, I think that would be cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's a lot of Call of Duty uh, missions where, in this one especially, actually, where they kind of they sh- they show you in a cutscene like, here's the plan. We're going to execute like for the for the prison. Like we, here's the plan. We're going to do this at this prison. And they kind of take you through it all. Um, but like you were saying, it'd be cool if we had some control over that plan and we were mm-hmm. able to breach and clear the prison how we wanted to breach and clear it, rather than just be steered through it by AI companions who sort of conveniently wait by doors for you to then <laughs> move past, uh, and then the mission kind of continues. Um, yeah. And I think, and I think, I think yeah. that's that, sorry. I think that's what I'd like in a Modern Warfare three, like knowing it's going to happen. Like, give me that mm. control, especially if it's going to riff on Modern. Like, this told the exact same story as Modern Warfare two original, really. Like, it didn't deviate too far. So, like, if they're going to do the whole World War story that like they did in Modern Warfare three original, like, give me some control over that. Get me in like a planning room and make me. If we're going to breach like a tower or something, like, give me control about how we do it. Do we try and stealth inside? Do we? I don't know, like breach it from like the top. Like, do we, uh, you know, just give me a bit more control over it. I know that's really hard to do. And it does make the missions a lot more fleshed out than they might like have been in old Call of Duty campaigns. But I'd rather have one mission you can tackle in three ways than three bad missions. Um, I guess, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think the the highlights for me, I, I do quite like um, that. Uh, what modern warfare and modern warfare 2 have done where you kind of the clean house missions uh, as much as they you know they're they hit a bit close to home uh, i think that siege style of 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 tactically moving through a house is really gripping to me um mm-hmm. and i think you're right i i would like to see that really fleshed out and then you know pepper it in uh, like amongst some amazing big spectacle um you know, crazy uh, outlandish missions of of ridiculous scale um i think that would be a, a cool way to introduce some some variety and you can then put some twists in on like the breaching and clearing um you know you could you start off with quite simple buildings or houses or whatever and then you, you could be dropped into a totally new scenario where you've kind of got to use the tools that you've learned from those first couple of missions and then apply them to like this weird building that i can't think of off the top of my head but you know just sort of present you with like instead of introducing new gimmicks all the time um kind of make you rethink like a core mechanic of the game uh mm-hmm. in sort of new and interesting ways i think that'd be a bit more um that'd be a cool way to uh see uh call of duty move forwards yeah but, eh. like you know if you're gonna teach me how to snipe let me then choose to snipe. You know what I mean? In like future missions, like give me that option. Yeah. Uh, it's that kind of stuff, right? If they're going to dedicate a whole mission to teaching you how to do it, then let me 
actively choose like that's how i want to approach future content you know what i mean that's the part i enjoyed so let me roll with that um i suppose yeah just that kind of a bit more freedom i suppose um i think in general like it, regardless of the, the campaign like I, I i was one of the people that really wanted call of duty to go back to like a modern setting i couldn't want like I, I want something different. I really am tired of the modern setting. I don't think it's remotely interesting. If anything, it's either just teetering on offensive or tedious. So I think futuristic is definitely the way to go. Uh, there's probably like a bunch of other stuff they could do that I'm not considering. But like if we're going like past has to be world wars or modern has to be like uh, you know what like uh, old modern warfare did and what like current modern warfare has been doing. Um, or like futuristic stuff, like Infinity, in, Infinite Warfare. That's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, and that kind of stuff. Like, go for that for sure. Like, I think there's, 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 you have more freedom in that, um, and I, I mean that like you have more freedom as a player, like on a movement level, like because it just lets you get weird with like you know games in that era of Call of Duty had like war running and jetpacks and stuff. Like that's cool, and it gives you more freedom to how you approach even like just a standard. Call of Duty mission without needing to get sandboxy. Like that sometimes can be enough. If there's a walkway above you and you can rocket jump up to it, like that sometimes opens up enough tactical differences to make you feel like you're engaging with something outside of just waves of enemies. Um and I also think it gives the writers more freedom to do something interesting without having to just like tell the same stories um and that kind of stuff. Like I think I don't know. Maybe Call of Duty doesn't need to be for its story, <laughs> but I think there's something really interesting. They, they, there's more interesting stuff they could do than retelling old stories, I think. Um, I think Call of Duty has had a lot of really well-written characters in the past. Like, I don't think you should shy away from that. Like, lean into it in a new setting that's your own without having to be, like, burdened by, like... I don't know, shoehorning in a clean house mission because that's how modern wars are fought. Like, I don't think... I don't think that makes for a... I, I don't know. I don't think Modern Warfare 2 made for an interesting plot, and I don't think any of, like... I don't think that story then allowed for many interesting mechanics. Like, I, it, it just felt quite trapped from the get-go. Like, I feel like I knew what it was going to be, story-wise, and I was never really surprised, and the only thing that did surprise me was, like, deviating into mechanics that i don't know weren't really fleshed out like i think stick to the shooting change the setting and maybe actually try and write something with characters i want to engage with again (laughs) um i guess it's a lot of big points that i'm I'm saying here and it's hard to get very nuanced when like my general takeaway from this game is that i really don't like it um (laughs) Like I like I I know that like is is a bit shitty, but I think there's just so many kind of sweeping changes that need to be made to get me back on board. Like I don't think I've I've played a lot of Call of Duty campaigns, <laughs> uh, and I don't think I've ever felt like this kind of disappointed in the end of it. Um, so that's kind of why my points for like what do I want in a future COD campaign? Like they it, keep the tactical gunplay but change everything else <laughs> um, and maybe I'll be on board. But yeah, I, I think like the writing needs a big change. I think uh, a, a future setting allows a bit more freedom in that. And like I said, like a bit more freedom in 
um, like in the gameplay as well. You know, more varied movement, more varied guns, because you can get really weird with it in a future setting. Uh, and just, I don't know, more, uh, level design isn't really beholden to any of this. Like, levels can be interesting, and Modern Warfare 2 does do some really interesting things. Um, just more of that, I think, is my ideal, without having to, like, constantly weave through, like, less refined mechanics that just kind of feel like they're there because, I don't know, they, they feel like they need to give people a break or... You know, because that's kind of what it is. Like, it's just you kind of keep teetering into them so that, and I get that. So the shooting doesn't get boring, but the shooting's actually really great. Like, stick with that. Um, because that's by far when this campaign is at its best. Like, when you have those big, meaty levels to just shoot through, like the prison level, um, which don't crop up enough, um, or just wild action set pieces that isn't just like a minute and it's over. Like, that. One way you're hopping between cars is brilliant, and I want more of that. <laughs> um, so yeah, a, a, a long list of stuff I suppose to address, um, and I don't expect, you know, don't expect anyone to listen to it because a lot of people do seem to have enjoyed this campaign. But yeah, yeah, I think it's like, like it, I, I I enjoy it. I kind of I like the fact it's it's taken, it's tried a lot of different things, um, and I suppose my sort of ultimate takeaway is um, there's a lot of total pitfalls here. Um, I like that it's tried them, uh, these things, sorry. Um, But I think it's time for Call of Duty to, to narrow down now and to really sort of focus on something uh, and not sort of toy around (laughs) with numerous things that don't quite tie into another. Um, for sure. Like, so, there are some yeah. brilliant missions. Sorry, there are some brilliant missions in, like, COD history. Uh, you know, the, like, the towards the end of, like, World at War, there are some brilliant missions where you're, like, going through Berlin. Like, that's, that stuff was amazing back then. You know what I mean? Like, the original Modern Warfare series had some great stuff. They they all, you know, I won't go into it for ages. They all have some some great highlights. Focus on, like, and they, they, they're all missions where you're just shooting stuff. Like, focus on that. Like, that's... Yeah. That's where you're at your best, Call of Duty. I think <laughs> they just making a good FPS. They need to add other stuff. Yeah, uh, they just need to sort of figure out like, like they need to go through stuff and just think about the sensitivity to a lot of like real world stuff as well. I think <laughs> like they just need to hire a whole team to look through, comb through the campaigns, and and really sort of think about the things that are happening in them because. Uh, mm-hmm it is hard to get rid of the ickiness with this campaign. But um, I suppose that that's that's it for our chat um, this week, uh, our sort of teardown of this campaign and our sort of mixed emotions in it all. Um, it, we would go into multiplayer, but that's not a thing at the moment. That's uh, happening <laughs> um, next pod. Uh, we'll be talking sort of all things multiplayer. And I think that's really uh the make or break um side to it uh to be honest i know warzone comes a bit later and that's going to be massive but i think really you know multiplayer is what's going to keep people coming back and i think we're both quite excited to get get hands on with it and and see see if it's any good or not um, the <laughs> yeah, beta sure. i think like it's like i'm just hoping it runs okay for me it, it did the, the campaign run okay i'm just hoping it's 
the progression and everything and all of that sort of stuff also checks out for me um it'll be very interesting um so yeah hopefully uh next next time we'll have some sort of positive thoughts like all round yeah. for you i'm sorry this was so negative everyone <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to just moan but it really just i came away feeling quite bitter <laughs> it's all right I, i'm sure at some point we'll be glowing about some fps uh yeah at sure, some point sure. um so <laughs> I, yeah. I mean i'm hoping for multiplayer and i'm hoping for warzone 2 to be great um yeah yeah so you know i, I definitely am going into them with an open mind uh especially because they shouldn't be ideally hampered by any of the issues of the campaign <laughs> exactly um because it's just shooting and that's what modern warfare 2 does best <laughs> great gunplay guys go you go play it <laughs> it's great <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, uh, then subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, there is also a number of other ways you can support the show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. RPS is at Rock Paper Shop. I am at From Edward and Hayden is at Hayden underscore Hefford. And if you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join the RPS Discord. Uh, that's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. You can get yourself some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. You can head on over to our store.readpop.com to see what threads we're selling and whether you'd like to purchase any. Uh, and last but not least, for all of your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. We'll catch you later. Bye.